0: Hello and welcome to Imperfect Nutrition and today's call uh, is going to just be a little bit of randomness. So the first one I kind of want to discuss is calling it quits. So you know, fitness journey, you're going to want to quit like a lot you're going to want to quit a lot. And the reason being is because it's going to be super uncomfortable. You're changing a lot of things in your life and, you know, you are going against the grain for yourself. So sometimes what I like to tell people is when you have this feeling of like, I just want to quit. I don't want to do this. Lean in a little bit more, go into that resistance of wanting to quit. And you know, what I mean by that is like, for instance, when I'm doing cardio, I'm like, <laughs> this is where I have like the most resistance, right? I'm like, I want to quit, I don't want to do this. This is taking so long, I'm tired, I feel weak, I just, I could be doing something else. Um, uh, It just feels like agony. And then I'm like, you know what, just wait, you know, usually at the 15 minute mark, at least for me, I start to feel a little bit better, I start to notice my mind shifting, I start to believe that I can actually do this and get through, you know, some of these grueling cardio sessions that I have to do during prep. And so when I said lean into quitting, that's not what I meant. Like that was totally wrong. What I meant is, you know, lean into the resistance. So you're going to go to the gym or you're working out at home, whatever it may be. And you are about to do your last rep and you're like, I don't think I can do it just lean in more and just see what happens you know and sometimes you might fail sometimes you might drop the weight sometimes it might not work maybe you'll struggle you'll do half a rep but at least you know that you tried right and I think like when we want to quit when it, things are getting hard when things just seem to all be going wrong we we are looking for an out right we're like well I should just quit my fitness journey because this is going wrong or I should just quit my fitness journey because this is going wrong it just does doesn't seem possible for me. And, you know, I I totally get that. Like there's been so many times where, you know, during this last year that I wanted to just quit it all. Like I just I didn't want to do it. It just it seemed like you know, everything was going wrong and this is the reason why I should quit and like almost giving myself an out. And then there would be this little tiny voice in my head that would be like, Steph, you know, you don't actually want to do this. You know that this is just a moment. And, you know, if you push past this moment and, and you do this, you're going to prove to yourself that you are so much stronger than you actually think. And I, I think it's important when you are really struggling, when things are really, really hard, knowing that this is a moment and that, you know, at the other side of this, there are really amazing and great things that are going to happen. Like there was periods during my prep that I'm like, nothing's changing. Um, Or even when I wasn't even prepping yet, when I was just like trying to lose weight, I'm like nothing is working, my hormones are messed up. You know, maybe I can't do this again. Maybe after a child, I can't get fit. You know, because those are some of the things that a lot of us think, especially after having a child or maybe a surgery or maybe, you know, just this time in your life. You know, a lot of things are changing. You're like, you know, I wasn't the same person as before. And I I think that's something to kind of acknowledge, like, yeah, you are not the same person that you used to be. You know, you are a completely different person now. And, you know, not everything is gonna go your way and things are not supposed to go your way. Sometimes things are just not for you, right? And trying to decipher, is this a moment where like, this is not actually for me? Or, you know, am I looking for a way out and just, you know, taking the easy route because quitting and not trying is easy right that's way easier but then when you do that you 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 start you know you start with this limiting beliefs and then you're just like see i was right you know i couldn't do this i don't know why i'm trying you know i don't know why it's so hard this time and it's like it's going to be hard and sometimes we forget how hard it is like i completely forgot from two years ago how hard it was to actually prep and i i used to think it was easy or something and i'm like i don't understand why people can't do this but like i had moments where i was tired i didn't feel like moving i was just completely drained and i was thinking about you know oh my gosh, I have to do all these things for Caleb before I can even relax. Like, how am I going to do all this? And I'm just like, you know what? You just have to stop thinking about it. These are things that need to be done and you will get through it. Just, just go and move. Right. So when nothing seems to be, you know, like going your way, you have to, you have to consider like, well, what are, what, what is not going your way? And you know is that something that needs to happen right now and i think with a lot of our progress we want things yesterday right we we wanted it yesterday we wanted the progress yesterday we wanted the fat loss yesterday and it's when when it's not going your way and you're not seeing those improvements i think you have to really look you know inwards and really ask yourself am i doing everything in my possible power to make sure that this can happen am i actually pushing through my workouts am i am i you know bailing 10 minutes after you know cardio like am i am i actually putting the effort in or am i just saying it just to sound good because a lot of us say things just because we want to right we're like oh like i <sighs> Honestly, I've had a lot of, you know, past clients that have wanted to prep for a show. And once it comes down to it, they can't do it. And it's not for everyone. And prepping for a show is not for everyone. But even with, you know, my lifestyle clients, you know, there's been a lot of people that, you know, thinks that, oh, like, you know, it's it's just something I can do like I'm just gonna get this plan I'm gonna get this meal plan and everything's gonna work but you have to like be able to put in that effort and when you're not seeing those results you have to know that like you are part of that right like as a coach there's only so much I can do I can't meal prep I can't force the food into your your face and tell and you know like I can recommend I can give you advice but if you're gonna do your own thing at the end of the day like that's that's what it is and if you're not gonna put the effort in, you can't expect the results right and you know i think it's very valuable for a lot of people to do a prep um just because you know it shows you a lot of discipline it shows you what you're capable of and stepping on stage and doing those things like not everyone needs to do it of course but even like you know just prepping and pretending you're in prep and doing all those things and really pushing yourself and seeing how far you can take it you grow so much as a person right So the next thing I kind of want to talk about is, you know, binge eating and anxiety around food, because I have a lot of clients that struggle with these things. And for myself, you know, a former person that used to really struggle with binge eating, um, you know, there's there's something that we always say to ourselves. We are always just like, this is going to be the last binge you know, very well knowing that it probably isn't, right? Even if we mean that in the moment, you know, this is going to be the last time I ever binge. Like, you don't know that, right? And to say a statement like that, you know, when the time comes, you know, it's, you you, you have to make a choice, right? Like, am I going to binge? Am I going to stop? And it almost feels in, it, it, impossible at some point. And I would say like, you know, binge eating and those type of things, like sh- sugar addictions, like they're real, like they're super, super real. And I think they're almost harder than, you know, an alcohol or drug addiction, because those are not things that we need on a day-to-day basis. Whereas food, we need to, you know, fuel ourselves on a day-to-day basis. And it's something that you have to do maybe three or four times a day and, um, you know, three meals and props possibly like, you know, two or three steps Snacks. So, you know, when you're trying to overcome something where you have to do it every single day, it's it's not one thing where you can just be like, I'm just going to remove all the food, you know, like this with drugs and alcohol, you can remove those things. You can just not touch them because you don't actually need them. Um, but, you know, a lot of people who struggle with these things just have like an addictive personality. And there's probably about maybe one third of the population that doesn't have that, you know, addictive Uh, personality right so it's it's there's a lot of people in the world that you know struggle with these things and I think it's important to know that you're not alone in it and it's, there is another side to it. It just takes a lot of work. It takes, it's not just, I want, I don't want to say discipline. Cause I don't, I don't even think that's the right word. And I don't think, you know, sheer willpower is the right word either. Cause like you being like, I'm never going to have a cookie again. I'm never going to have a donut again. Well, you probably are right. You just have to learn how to, Moderate that. And that can be a very difficult thing because, you know, as someone that struggled with binge eating, it was just like, is this going to be the last time I'm going to be able to enjoy this? Like, kind of saying in my head, because I would say that thing where I'm like, this is the last time I'm going to binge. Right. So it's like trying to you know decipher and being like the food isn't going anywhere the food's always going to be there right and you have to learn how to you know control some of these impulses that you have right and not be so impulsive around things and that comes with not just your food but you know with a lot of things that you'll you'll do in your life right you have to be able to understand that you know binge eating and, and, um, and just eating in general, like it can be a very hard thing for a lot of us, right? And we don't like to talk about, hey, I had a binge. Like no one likes telling their coach, like I binged eat all of this, all these things. And usually, you know, you're probably not going to tell your coach when you're about to binge either. Like I know for myself, if I'm already have it planned in my head, like I'm going to do this thing, then there's no stopping me, right? And I think it's important to, you know, build that awareness and build some of those boundaries around things. And, And sometimes it means eliminating things from your house. Sometimes it means like, I can't have this around myself right now because I will, I will binge on it. You know, I can't have this sugar right now because I know that I will binge on it. And I think it's important to, you know, know what you need to set as a boundary for yourself when you're trying to overcome these things. And then also just having anxiety around food. Um, You know, I think it's really, I think it's something you have to, you know, you have to realize that nutrition and in and what you're eating what you're putting in your body is is fueling you and it's changing your brain chemistry like while you are eating you are training tr- changing your brain chemistry right and some of these um very highly addictive foods that we feel you know compelled to binge on um they are manufactured in a way where they are very high highly palatable meaning that they are easy to over consume. So a potato chip, for instance, a lot of people struggle with potato chips. Um, and the reason being is because once it hits your tongue, that sensation that 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 hit of dopamine, it only lasts for this fleeting moment. So you keep going and going and going until you're stuffed. And then you feel uncomfortable and you feel gross and you feel, you know, you don't feel good about yourself. And I think, you know, a lot of these underlying things around food and having anxiety around food, it's, it's not even about the food, that's the thing. It's really, really not about a food, it's about the emotions that you are covering up with food, right? We're using food as something to cover up some underlying issues that, that we may have. And that's what I was doing for myself. I remember being like, it's not about the food, it's not about how I look, it's, it's about how I'm internally feeling and, you know i wasn't happy and i was trying to find something to make me happy and food was the thing that would you know give me that that dopamine hit food was that thing that was the comfort right and i learned this from a very young age and like no one really taught me this it wasn't like something that i found on the internet it wasn't because of you know um you know magazine covers or anything like that but like sure yeah i probably did you know have these ideal um body types and stuff like that. And I remember wanting to look like that, but you know, this was because I was bored. I was I felt lonely. I felt disconnected and I wanted to feel connected, right? So when I had my first binge, I think I was like 10 years old and I remember it because my sister had a bunch of these slim fast bars and I went in there and I ate one because it was like chocolatey and I'm like, this is a chocolate bar, right? And then I couldn't stop, right? And I didn't know why I was doing it. And then I felt really sick after. And I'm like, why did I do that? I feel really bad. My sister's going to be so pissed at me as well, you know, um, (laughs) for eating all her slim fast bars. (laughs) Um, And I'm like, what am I going to do? Like I'm 10 years old. I can't go and buy more right and it was like a shameful thing and then that like really you know manifested throughout the years into something more and then I started using food to cope and I used to you know eat until I felt uncomfortable and a lot of us do this but you know I think something that really helped me Break it was fueling my body, you know, uh, appropriately throughout the day and not starving myself because I knew that I was going to have, you know, a a big meal later because that just kind of set me up for a binge and like. To be honest, your girl was just very hungry for many years because there if I had a binge I'm like you don't deserve to eat, you are not worthy of eating and like and that's because I had low self-worth about myself. And again, like, you know, it doesn't really come from the food. The food is just the the vessel that we use in order to, you know, cover up these emotions and not deal with the actual shit that's happening in our life and it's such an easy thing to come by too. There's food everywhere, right? So How can we, you know, push through this and be able to, you know, stop binge eating and and stop having anxiety around food? And my answer is to not have any food rules. And I'm a huge believer of not having food rules. And, you know, everything is allowed, right? Because I feel like if someone tells me you can't have that, well, now I want it, right? If you tell me I can't do that, now I don't want it. And I mean, like, you know, like, if I, if I, if if you have these rules set up in place, and you tell yourself, you know, you don't deserve to eat because you ate too much before, but why? Right? Like, there's no... There's no real reason in unless like you're worried about oh i'm gonna gain weight and then i'm gonna feel even more shitty about myself but even if you the, the thing is is i've been on both spectrums i've been where i felt really i was very overweight like i wasn't ever like obese um um, but like i did i there was a point that like i was a lot more heavier than u- usual right and and there was points where i was very very lean and, and skinny so I've been on both spectrums and with either one, I never felt great. (laughs) I never felt like better when I was in a smaller body. Um, And I really felt, you know, for me, like the best I've ever felt in my body. And you guys are probably gonna think I'm crazy for this is when I was pregnant, I felt beautiful. I felt like, I am, you know, creating something and it helped me get a sense of self worth of myself. And it it was it was a journey and, you know, was seeing my body change afterwards and everyone being like, Oh, are you upset because you you know, you're so far gone. It's like, no because i have this beautiful baby and he loves me he loves my squishy belly he loves my big boobies right now like he loves everything about me and it's such a beautiful thing and same with my dog my dog has been um such a big part of my journey and you know me taking care of myself and not being you know sad and depressed and laying in bed you know because I'm going outside and taking him for walks and caring for him you know like when there's something beyond yourself I think it it's it can really help you push past through these these dark moments that you might have and I think it's you know instead of making it about the food all the time or making it about yourself make make it you know have a purpose and and I think finding a purpose of why you're doing this why you want to change your body why you want to you know start this fitness journey and do all these things like why do you want to do this is it really just so that you look better in a bikini and feel more confident sure but is 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 there a part of you that wants to influence influence people and show them how to live a life that is meaningful and feels good like I don't care if I am 50 pounds more right now or 50 pounds less because i'm still making an impact i'm still here and i'm still helping others get through these things like me going through all this shit in my life is the reason why i think that i'm a great coach and i probably wouldn't say that you know 2 or 3 years ago that I'm a great coach because I had low self-worth but now I'm just like no all of those things it it was just leading me up to this point to be someone that can you know lead be someone that can be an example and show that you can do it and show that you can be you know the best version of yourself. Um, I'm really surprised on how long this live went, but I hoped that you guys found this valuable. And if you did find it valuable, please share with a friend, you know, spread the love and, um, we will talk soon. Have an amazing day and bye. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment, and share with your friends. And if you wanted to do some online coaching with me, you can DM me on Instagram. That is at a step above the rest. Make sure you put an F with the step. Thanks, guys.